Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to On The Go Voice Podcast. This is your host, Charles Sabiaga. And uh, I'm introducing a new section to On The Go Voice's categories, which is called Vibe Check. I don't really know what made me thought of that idea in the first place. But I just, I wanted to be able to, to contextualize the concept behind spirituality and just energy, you know, all kinds of things like vibration, even horoscopes and stuff like that in the future, which is some content I want to be able to add to this platform. Um, and with that being said, you know, I had a hard time kind of trying to grasp this thing. So I was always interested with the way people bring it up, like when they would mention my natal charts and some of the some of those stuff, just energy in general was just something I was kind of curious about. So to start off this section, we are going to talk about the importance of energy and harnessing heart protecting it and harnessing it in general. So with that being said, I invited a very old friend and also an old mentor of mine to um, kind of have a discussion about this. And because she has a lot more experience than I have to discuss and talk about this. And I just, if, if you guys hear her voice in a minute, you're going to be very stoked to hear it because she has like a lot of energy. Um, so her name is uh, Shelly May. She is the CEO of the Self-Image Beauty. She owns Self-Image Beauty Academy. It's an online training academy for estheticians and personal development. Uh, she's also, she also owns a beauty e-learning platform for beauticians to learn how to create and launch her own courses and digital products. And as well as uh, she is a self-image coaching. So uh, pretty excited to get on that with her. And we've actually had a few history in the past where we worked together. She was my mentor. We uh, built organizations together back in Utah and while I was here in California. So it's amazing what you can meet with people on the internet. So with that being said, welcome uh, to the show. Shelly, how are you today? Thank you. I'm doing so good. How are you, Charles? I am good. It's a great morning so far. Um, just reflecting, I feel like I could have done a little better in the mornings like you know ironic because it's an energy <laughs> um episode so uh with that being said um for anybody listening i kind of want to just get back in the background of how you know where you got where you at today so that way people, listeners can have a little more insights oh yeah for sure um what's super cool is you never know where your journey can take you and you uh -huh. and i were um in the entrepreneurial realm years ago and it's been cool to see you you know grow your brand as well Thank so you. i just wanted to acknowledge that um so for me i actually grew up in a family of 10 kids and so i didn't feel like i was unique or that i that my voice mattered i just felt like a part of the crowd and so when i got involved in um, the beauty industry which was totally against my family upbringing you know group mind and beliefs, they were like, you need to go to school, you need to get a degree, mm -hmm. you need to get married, you need to have a family. It was just like so traditional. And I was just like very a very curious person. And so I chose to take another route. And as I got involved in beauty entrepreneurship, it opened other doors um, for me, like in network marketing. Mm -hmm. And that got me into personal development and everything that I was learning in network marketing, I realized that I could um, implement that into my own personal business and my beauty brand. And so my first love in beauty was eyelash extensions. So I kind of pursued that full time, built the clientele organically. Um, and then I started to realize that there's such a commonality and not just with women, even though I mainly work with women, with men too, where 
um, we don't feel validated. We don't feel worthy. We don't feel enough. And so that led me down the path to self-discovery. So personal development like opened the door for spirituality for me. And even though I didn't ever consider myself a spiritual person, I was like, spirituality equals religion. That's what yes. I used to think, right? <laughs> but then I realized later on, I was like, I believe in energy and I believe in like horoscopes and all this stuff, but like it all was compartmentalized. And then I realized over time, the more I worked on myself um, and the more that I followed the things that felt right to me, and the more that I shared my voice, which is what I'm super passionate about the more I started realizing that I was changing my self-image. And so the reason I changed my beauty business to self-image beauty, why I have um, developed programs around um, self-image coaching is because the more that you work on yourself, the more you're able to uncover the limiting beliefs, the patterns, Mm -hmm. the habits, the things that you believe about yourself that aren't true. And as we let go of those things that no longer serve us, it makes more space for what we desire. And so just the the um, entrepreneurial journey is what got me into self-image, um, self-image transformation. And so that's kind of in a nutshell. A lot of other things happened in between there. But. Oh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Simply put, and I love it. And I, I just love that fact that you mentioned how you know you have to go through these things so that you can uncover some of the traumas and uh, limiting beliefs in the past and I was just thinking about that too and how exponentially um, grateful I am for the amount of things that have happened to me because it was meant to happen so that I can learn through and understand myself a little bit better you know so thank you for pointing that out but um, I I mentioned that you're also uh, coaching uh, self-image what 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 does that look like for for anybody listening yeah, um, great question. So the more that I, I intuitively got the name self-image through like a meditation exercise that I was doing years ago. And I was at like a crossroad in my business journey, my personal business journey. I had kind of um, been in network marketing and been around mentors, but then I was also building my beauty business over here. And I had um, a negative experience with a co-partner in a space that we were sharing, as I started to harness my power, gain my power, reclaim my power, understand more about who I was and what I was capable of, my environment started to change. And that's just like a secondary, (laughs) um, that's a byproduct of you changing, right? And not Mm -hmm. everyone and everything is meant to be in your life forever. And so I decided to let that relationship go because it became very toxic. And I realized, you know, at some point, I'm going to have to make well, Justin Prince, you know, Justin Prince, one of yes. our mutual mentors, he, yes. he called me one day. He said, Shelly, when are you going to make a conscious decision to be the type of leader that you want to be? Because it's so easy to say to 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 justify things, to try to logically reason with yourself when you know that it's not right mm-hmm. um, and or chase shiny objects and like shiny objects and, you know, because it just looks so much better over there and and not staying true to yourself. So he really helped me align my values, my intentions, my actions with who I truly wanted to be as a leader. Um, So that gave me the courage to leave that toxic situation. I changed my beauty business to self-image beauty because I realized, you know what, like everything in your life comes back to your relationship with yourself. So your Mm -hmm. self-image is the concept you have of yourself and it includes what you've experienced. So, you know, trials, tribulations, humiliations, it's um, also how we internalize how people have reacted to us. 
right. especially in our early childhood. So a lot of us are like have these wounded inner children that never got um, the nurturing, the love or um, the healing that we needed in order to continue evolving in an emotionally mature way. And so the beautiful thing about self-image coaching is that we deconstruct a lot of these limitations and recognize different traumas and recognize different moments in your life where you're holding on to or developed some type of limiting belief or um, when you internalize someone's perception of you or how they reacted to you and you know it made you feel like you're not worthy or you're not enough and that you got to prove yourself or mm -hmm. whatever these things you know that come up and it's different for everyone um, but self-image coaching my beauty business was a great gateway for me to start learning about my gifts and my intuitive um, my intuitive healing capabilities when women would come in for beauty services and then i would just like get all of these like intuitive messages to help <laughs> their journey and I, <laughs> I called my beauty business the incubator because we were able oh, wow. to just, like process together and then from there I did tons of studying I ventured off I got my spiritual life coach certification with James Van Prague he's an amazing leader he was actually the first medium to ever go on show like 40, 40 years ago mm -hmm. or on um public television and so he's all about energy and spirituality that's so um, cool. I went through EFT practitioners certification to help with emotional processing because that's mm. a part of you know the healing process and changing yourself and connecting with that emotion that you want to feel so there's a lot of different aspects to self-image coaching but basically it's reprogramming your self-image and so when you reprogram your self-image you your entire life changes, how people respond to you, how you perceive the world, what your business looks like, the 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 level of clientele that you're able to attract, mm -hmm. um, whatever business you're in. So that's, yeah. that's awesome. Wow. There was a lot of like things I could like part, take apart. But I think uh, as we go through the interview, I'm going to touch back into some of them. And one of the important things that I, that I thought that was imp important to uh I guess emphasize or highlight was the fact that you mentioned that just understanding how you can reprogram your self image is is a direct correlation of how just how you see yourself and and how it affects your business, your relationships with the overall how it affects your life. And with this thing, um we're we're going to dive into the energy. So for anybody listening, I think it's going to be a great topic to dive down into and how the energy actually relates into the whole aspect of self-image and your identity and how you see yourself and traumas and emotional aspects. So with that being said, I want to start with a question with you, Shelly. Um when it comes down to the word energy, what 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 comes up for you? Mm, I believe energy is everything. So I mean, it's proven in science, but then there's also the metaphor, uh, metaphysical aspect of energy that we don't really acknowledge. Mm. Um, energy is proven in like the way that the molecules move in our body. Um, you can feel an intensity of energy when you're feeling different emotions. I think we're made up of energy and energy is like what actually moves this world. I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm totally I'm a big believer that a little the little particles within us is made of these uh, electrons, which is basically energy. And I think how we feel and think 
things through is and how everything is created is through that manifestation of that direction of the energy. So um, I know you kind of really talked about, you know, your experience with, um, you know, being coached and or actually getting the certification and being around mentors who taught you this concept of energy. But what when when was it that you decided or at least what was your experience when it comes down to understanding energy or spirituality in general? Like what did you have any uh, monumental experiences in the past that made you decide, like, oh, shit, like this energy thing is a lot bigger than it is? <laughs> yeah hell yeah I did so um like I mentioned I was raised in like a very traditional um religious background and Mm -hmm. so like venturing off and and forming my own opinion was actually like against what I was taught to do um because you basically you know are shamed and you know afraid a lot of fear was was instilled in me and so I overcoming that basically I went through this period where I had left that religion I left that church and I was like in my mind, spirituality equaled religion. So I was identifying the word spirituality with religion. So I never was like, I'm, a, I'm not a spiritual person whatsoever. But this energy thing, like I believe in energy, mm-hmm. like energy, like that just feels right. Um, and so I always loved like horoscopes and I always loved like, I think my inner child always like was longing for the magic of life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love connection and I love like playing and like dancing and, and singing and like making each other laugh and just letting that inner child. Yeah. Yeah. Itself so Cause it's like <laughs> so feeling right. And, um, and so I believe that innately I've always been drawn to like, what is the magic of life? Right. And, and mm. where is it? Because like there has to be something more. It didn't feel right to say that there wasn't a God, but I wasn't sure if there was, And it's because my perception of what God is. And now I believe God is love. God is source, the universe. It's all the same to me. It's, it's the creation, the, 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 the energy at which we create from, Mm -hmm. um, that we all have access to. And so eventually I delve more into spirituality. I ended up getting energy work done by this woman. And this is right after I went through a divorce. So I was married once really young, got that over with, realized that it wasn't for me. (laughs) And, um, I had gone to therapy because I had gone through some traumatic um, experiences in that relationship. And I went to about six months of therapy, um, talk wow. therapy. And then I went to this one energy session and I literally felt way better from one session of energy work by this intuitive healer than I felt in six months of therapy. Hmm. And what I realized is, and this has made sense over time, is that like we can talk through things in a logical, linear way in our mind. Right. But when trauma happens, it's an energetic like freeze. Like there's the energy of triggers, right, that we feel in our body. Right. And so I realized there's got to be something to this. Like mm-hmm. I can't explain why I feel so good, but I felt mm-hmm. so good after that session. Right, right. So that kind of was a catapult for me to kind of like just start to follow my intuition more. Um, When you had met me, I was starting to see something called angel numbers. And it was like this sign from the universe that was just like, pay attention. And I saw 1111 like eight times in two days. I went to Starbucks. My total was 1111. I glanced at my phone. It was 1111. <laughs> I went on Facebook. Someone had posted a picture that was from like years ago at 1111 PM that had like wow. shown up in my feed. And then someone's license plate said 1111. So then I was like, oh my gosh, okay, something is trying to get my attention. And I think because I've always been like 
I like longing for that magic, for that joy mm -hmm. that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. So I looked it up and I kept following these prompts and kept um, believing that there was something bigger for me. Um, and then that led me to um, meeting my spirit parents, which is a whole other conversation. But um, these are amazing leaders in my wow. life and they own a metaphysical um a metaphysical like book and crystal shop and they took me under their wing and they held space for me um they helped me learn about my gifts and how to work with energy and how to um you know cut cord attachments from certain people that were like energy drainers in my life and just build that awareness and so that's a little bit of the journey um and then i had to learn about discernment and and all of that but it's been so fun wow there's a lot of things i could probably like take out and ask about so uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna come to, first of all like wow angel numbers uh, or even like the spirit parent that kind of blew me away because i i i had heard someone mention that but i i just really love how intuit intuitive you are and how uh um your awareness has been lifted towards this thing like oftentimes like i just kind of pass by these things and i i, I always wonder maybe i have gone through it but like my lack of awareness towards the energy has been something that's been minimalized at some point but it's something mm -hmm. that now I'm becoming more cautious about mm -hmm. but you also mentioned that within these traumas that we have you know that this is where we get the triggers and certain that trigger types of energy that we start to feel within ourselves you know um I'm, I'm just curious you know and, and since you have a self-image coaching business as well um how, how do you how do you uh, apply this towards people you work with or you know people who you're also helping build their brands oh that's a good question so like emotional processing is huge so mm -hmm. when something traumatic happens it creates like a, a trigger response like a fear response and um, if we don't work through those um, emotions they end up manifesting in other parts of our lives um, and so this is why I also have deep delved into um, emotions and emotional intelligence and um, emotional processing because what I realized is you can't just like logically acknowledge trauma and like reason with it. Right, right. Um, there is a logical part because we are human beings and that's how our brain works. There's a logical part to healing and vocalizing and, and understanding um, why our body is is responding in a certain way, but there is that energetic side to it. And so what I've realized is the best the best tool, and it's so simple, that has helped me and my and my clients and my students and the people that I help, is holding space for people. And so mm. many of us don't understand what wow. that means. Literally holding space, literally sitting in front of someone and saying, how are you? What are you going through? And literally just That's listening awesome. to listen and to just you know tune into them, have empathy for them and just love them. And not mm. try to fix it for them. And mm. um, with EFT, that stands for emotional freedom technique. That's an emotional wow. processing technique where we tap different parts of um, our meridians. So the meridians are like energy pathways that go up and down our body um, that connect our emotions with our body. And when you tap different parts of the um, the body, it helps you release that energy and clear that pathway. So there's other techniques like that. But I would say the biggest thing is holding space. And so many of us are walking around with loads of, 
you know, emotional traumas in our body or just like so afraid to be vulnerable. And, and we just like internalize all these things and we feel like we're so alone. Mm-hmm. And if we just like took time to hold space for each other without judgment to just literally allow people to like express what they're feeling without trying to solve it for them. I think we would have so much more peace and so much more love. Mm-hmm. I, I think oftentimes too, um, I mean, when I got into self-development, I was immediately jumping into when I hear people's problems, trying to fix them right away, you know, and over time when I'm building my relationships, one of the things I've also learned or I am learning to is like you said, holding that space for people, just creating that or asking for or even requesting it, you know, because sometimes I might be struggling and I'll, hey, can I just have, can I just vent? You know, that's one of the things that we kind of learn to do without having to conceptualize what spirituality is about and this is this is something really powerful actually you know just to be super grounded and like you said being um objective and you know seeing your traumas as a as a a logical aspect so that you don't get triggered but also holding that space for other people to kind of express their energy towards you um that's i think that's really powerful you know just uh understanding that so um, with with your business and everything, um, how are you like as a energy self-image coach, right? How are you uh, on a day-to-day basis taking advantage of what taking advantage of what you know to preserve your energy and also harness it? Mm, I love that question. Um, so it's it ta- it's it's like this never ending journey of awareness right so like the more aware you become the more you realize that living with intention is like the most powerful thing so like really hype being becoming hyper aware of like what you're giving your energy to mm-hmm. is like helping you or hindering you and i think that when it comes to um the daily practice is you know energy work and and feeling good and high vibes is a daily practice it literally takes a, a daily consistent effort in order to stay in that frequency. And I'm not even there all the time, but that's the human experience, right? So I wake up, I do a morning ritual. A lot of it entails, you know, the simple things, gratitude, journal, meditation, mindfulness. Um, and then throughout the day, I take time to check in because I'm like very aware of my emotional state and very aware of like if I'm feeling anxious or I can feel it in my body. I mean, these are sensations that are mm-hmm. that really express themselves in your body. And the more aware you can become and instead of trying to distract yourself from those signals, you, you, you go within, you say, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And really learning how to be there for yourself um, really helps you stay in the energy frequency that you um, desire. And when we're talking about energy, the emotions we'll get into in a little bit, but I think that, um, the daily practice is number one, the number, um, that when it comes to harnessing your energy, like I mentioned, what are you giving your energy to? And so many people don't realize that their energy is scattered and that they're stagnant in their energy and that they're giving their energy to people and things that don't serve them whether it's, you know, a distraction from like a guy or a girl that you're dating, but you really know that it's not health, the healthiest for you, but it's kind of easy because they're there. It's like you're giving your energy. So we have 
you know, if you imagine you have X amount of energy that you wake up with once mm -hmm. you, you know, fuel yourself and you set your intentions, you're in the good vibes. And then throughout the day, you're giving your energy to conversations, to people, to business ideas, or even giving our energy to thoughts of things that we're afraid to experience in the future. Thoughts of the past where that takes our energy force. So oh. harnessing your energy is becoming very, very aware of what it is that you're giving your energy to. And if you can be more present and in the moment, in the present moment, and just being, you know, dealing with the task at hand instead of um, thinking, overthinking um, about, you know, circumstances or situations, right, right, right. then that helps you kind of harness your energy. And then one more tip with harnessing, um, every day I set my intentions with what I'm gonna do and I have a plan and I focus that. Any other distractions, I just allow myself to like move it aside because at the end of the day, so many people have all these goals and dreams and, and hopes and desires, but they let their distractions like get the best of them. And so it's like asking wow. yourself, you know, are the intentions and thoughts and the direction of energy going towards what I want mm -hmm. or is it dis di distracting me? That's that's a very great. Uh, just having that intention, I I think even for me, um, like I'm I'm a very easily distracted person, you know. And like I said, sometimes some of the things that I'm doing, I'm like, you're, I'm not lifting my sense of awareness and where my energy is going. And over time, it starts to decrease, and it just it just becomes to topple down. Where at the end of the day, it's like, what did you get? What did you really get done? And then you start to like now you're in like this motion and then you're judging yourself and now you're just like in this motion of a complete <laughs> yeah. of, you're just like toppling down so yeah. well one thing just going off of that i think yeah. that is important um because i'm human too and i i right. go into those moments where i have the awareness that i'm not doing what i said i was mm -hmm. going to do so just like moving into self-compassion is the best way to stop that shame cycle right. of like you like beating yourself up because you know better. There's a um, yes, yeah, and just being like you know what, like today this is where I'm at, and mm -hmm. then do whatever you need to do, self care routine to get yourself, you know, back and centered, and then act from there. But like we sabotage, that's self sabotage, and we're like, yeah, oh my gosh, I messed up, I'm horrible, I'm never gonna get there. And then you completely <laughs> just stop everything, and then for like a week or two later, it's like, dang, like you know, what was I doing with that project? Oh, and then you realize you're not passionate about it or whatever it is, because yeah, you said you self sabotaged, you know. And I think that's that's important uh, like, that you mentioned. It, it comes back down to intentions, you know, like hey, like when when you're getting to the state of mind where maybe you're burnt out or whatever you know um what 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 do we what do we go how would you go about that actually i'm actually curious when you start to get burnt out so that you don't i think the reason for me when i get burned out is that i start to like you said self-sabotage myself and thinking that i don't deserve this you know um resting period and then over time the next day i still feel that like i took away a part of my uh, self-esteem because like oh i didn't deserve that so then it carries on the next day and then i i just wake up in the morning the same kind of mindset how, how would you go uh coaching somebody about this type of a uh, mindset mm, i think it's so important to first recognize um the pressure that we put on ourselves like why why um what is behind that? So it's for me, what I've noticed is 
Um, when I get burnt out is when I'm not taking the time to really go deep into my daily practice, or I'm not allowing myself to completely detach to take care and nurture myself. Hmm. And so I, I, I'm still learning like that balance because I'm doing so many things. But, um, when you're in that mindset of like, you, there's just so much to get done and you just are like, I don't have time to rest. That's when you burn out. It's like, our business is going to be here. And if you want to show up and you want to provide the value that you desire to, like, I know you personally, like if you want to show up and give that to the world in the best way possible, and it's maybe like three or four times a week versus seven times a week, those three or four times a week, because you've taken the time to nurture and love and care for and honor yourself and your needs because you're human mm-hmm. is going to allow those messages to be so much more powerful. I think these days people are like content, content, content. You got to keep putting it out. Consistency, <laughs> consistency. It doesn't matter. Just get it up there. And it's like what I'm realizing, it's like quality over quantity. And that's been a really hard thing to let go of, like the old paradigm of like hustle and really align. Mm -hmm. And when you give yourself that permission to just say, okay, my business is going to be here tomorrow. I got to take care of myself first because you are the core um, for a lot of people. Like if you are an entrepreneur and you are doing your own thing or you're um, just starting out your business, I think it's important to Um, take that time and just have compassion for yourself and know that when you actually take the break that you need to nurture yourself or um, just like disconnect for a minute Mm -hmm. the next day you come back like refreshed it's like when you go to the gym for for, you know seven days a week and then all of a sudden like your muscles start burning out if you take like you know a couple days off and you go back to the gym you're just like stoked to be there your body responds differently I, 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 that, that's so good. Oh my gosh. I was like, wow. I was just like listening to a bunch of things that you're saying right now. I was like, I don't know which one to tackle, but yeah, definitely when it comes down to going to the gym, you know, you, you have to have that rest. It's, I think the same way that you have to take care of your body, um, you know, or, or your mind, your energy in general, so that you can be able to come back rested for the next day instead of just completely judging yourself, you know? And, um, my gosh, Shelly, you're just like, I'm like blown away by the conversation we're having right now. So I'm like trying to uh, grasp it a little bit. Um, but with that being said, um, I, I want to jump into the emotions and how this relates to our energy today. Um, I know you mentioned that the emotional processing part and it manifests towards time and that creates that sense of energy. Um, how would you say this understanding your emotions affects your en- energy? Hmm. I, my personal belief is that emotions um, can be our guiding system when we are in tune with the truth of around our emotions. So a lot of people, for example, get intuition mixed up with an emotional trigger. Mm -hmm. So if someone has trauma around someone betraying them, and there's an emo- that creates an emotional trigger, which means a, the trigger is like an overreactive spot response to a given stimuli. So if they if they encounter a similar situation in the future without healing that trauma, their mind is automatically going to resort and be triggered and say, "This person's betraying me. They're cheating on me. You know, they're being dishonest with me." Um, innately, it's like this, right? It's so mm-hmm. quick you don't even think about it. So the difference 
intuition is like a compass. Intuition is like just this knowingness, this knowingness about certain decisions about yourself, about like what feels right. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can become more emotionally intelligent, which means unpacking our emotions, unpacking the traumas that we're carrying, becoming super aware of what our emotional triggers are and, and getting to the root of it and processing through that, you can align more with intuition because do you understand like the difference is like so many people that were like, I just knew it. I just intuitively knew it, but energetically you may just be recreating or the feedback that you're getting is like the same betrayal frequency that you believe um, that, that you're still carrying in your body. And so when we talk about emotions, there's a spectrum. So emotions actually have different frequencies as well. So if you look up um, like the emotion code, you can look at the different vibrations of emotions. So like shame and guilt and fear are very like low vibe frequency. Right, right, right. Right into that. And you can actually feel that in your body. Like when you Mm. feel fear or you feel ashamed of something, like you can feel it in your body. And then as you move up the scale, the top is like enlightenment and Mm. love and peace. Mm. And so if you understand how emotions work with energy is that what we focus on is so important and there there's a reason why people who focus on gratitude feel better and more optimistic about their lives Um, but it's not just about thinking and aligning our energy to that frequency if you imagine our bodies and when when we're born when we're babies we're like this empty shell and over time these experiences and these emotional traumas that we have fill up our shell with trigger responses with limiting beliefs with um, these things that we internalize and believe that we are right and limit us right and so it's like it's a it's a dance between be- creating new beliefs and focusing on that which we desire while simultaneously building the awareness to to clear out these negative beliefs to clear out that shell so we can like input more of what we desire so we can reaffirm more of what we desire um, and there's one more thing I want to talk about emotions that has yes. literally been life changing. Yes. It's called the the cycle of emotions. And I learned this when I um, went through my EFT practitioners course and it's so powerful. So there's mm-hmm. three steps in this cycle. So I just want you to like imagine like a circle that like perpetuates itself. So at the top, there is physical association. So physical association with emotions mean What does someone look like innately who's depressed? Their shoulders are hunched over. A lot of the times we look at the ground, we don't look in the mirror. You know, there's a physical, a real physical association with emotions. Then there's the physical, the physiology, uh, physiological association, which is still under the physical association, which is when you're emotionally triggered, if you have anxiety, you feel a tightness in your chest. Right, right, right. If you are nervous to speak, your throat closes up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're feeling angry, there's like a hotness in your head. If you feel guilty or you're feeling scared, like you get the butterflies in your stomach or excited, right? Yeah. So, so that's number one. So number two, if you're moving to the side, is attention where focus goes energy flows so if you imagine what you focus on is amplified mm-hmm. when you are feeling a negative emotion and you become absorbed by it and you identify yourself with that negative emotion you will feel more of it 
So awareness is key, but you don't have to identify with it and, and say that you are depression, you are anxiety. Um, but it also works in the, the counter effect. So people who focus on, on gratitude actually experience more optimism in their life. And that mm -hmm. is the attention, attention. Okay. So number three, this is the last step in the, the circle of emotions is called semantics. Semantics is how, how we interpret situations and what we, the meaning we put behind our feelings mm -hmm. and the meaning we put behind situations. So a lot of people forget that, you know, there's opinions and there's facts. So an opinion would be you meant to hurt my feelings. And a fact would be the, the person who hurt your feelings just was completely unaware of what they were doing. Right. Right. You put the meaning behind the situation and then we perpetuate that. So we feel the, the association, we're feeling depressed, we're feeling this way, we focus on it and then we're, we're interpreting it and internalizing it. And so this is the most beautiful, powerful thing because literally with self-image coaching, what I'm really doing is helping people realize their power. That's mm. really what you're doing as well and sharing your voice. And if True. you, whatever yeah. you get your, give your power to, you experience. So if you can use your power and break any one of these cycles of the three steps, you'll change, you can change and reprogram your emotional response. So with mm -hmm. physical, take a breath. Breathing is a physical way to break an emotional um, downward spiral. Okay. Working out, moving your body, physically right. getting out of the state that you're in, doing push-ups, singing, dancing, moving right, your right. body. So that's number one, the attention. So like, what are you focusing on? Are you focusing on what you're so afraid of happening that has never mm -hmm. happened yet, but that's what you're going to continue to focus on and eventually manifest it? Or are you shifting into gratitude, shifting into a positive mindset, calling a friend and just saying, hey, can you tell me three things you love about me? I'm feeling really down about myself right now. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is the semantics. So what are you choosing to believe that this experience or this emotion is making you feel and whenever you can change the interpretation of a situation then you break the cycle and then mm. you redirect to what you want you redirect exactly. to what you're you're programming so that circle of emotions was like what's sorry so you, you mentioned uh the first one's physiological which is like your breathing movements and how you make your body feel um the second was attention was that the same thing as the semantics that you mentioned Attention is just what you put your focus on. Okay. And then what, what did you, how did you uh, relate with semantics? Semantics is step three. So focus. Oh, you haven't mentioned, I thought, I thought you said it all together. Dang. Okay. <laughs> okay we're good. We're good. It was a lot of information. I no, no. Cause the, the thing is I'm so fascinated by the amount of information and knowledge you have. I'm just like, I'm trying, I literally have like six pieces of a uh, little notes in here. I, I want to tackle this. I want to tackle this. And just for anybody listening, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm very slow. Like I'm, I'm still trying to grasp some of this thing, but I'm very intrigued. Like, I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I, let me go back to some of those, you know, I'll probably have some fun editing this, but, <laughs> but yes, continue <laughs> with the semantics. <laughs> yeah. So the, that's the three steps. So physical association, attention so where you focus on um, your energy and whether that's you identifying with an emotion or you identifying or be shifting into gratitude mm -hmm. and then step three is semantics so semantics is how you interpret your emotion so what are you what are you choosing to believe like, that like this more means of a judgment point yes yes okay 
and now you you make a obligation to understand how you judge things. Yes, right? which takes self awareness. Mm-hmm. Which which is an interesting thing because like now we're men- mentioning emotions and it's, it's tying down together with the focus as you mentioned there's a spectrum of like energy frequency based on the emotions you focus on and then how you're aware of how those emotions are triggered over time maybe it's through family maybe it's through friendships business or certain other relationships um the better you have better you're equipped to understand these emotions what i'm seeing or hearing from you and reiterating it to myself as well is that you can better learn about yourself and then allow yourself to focus into the things that matter the most otherwise you're going to keep focusing in the same emotions because the trigger has never really been solved and as you mentioned the energy flows where your energy is um what is the energy flows where your your focus flows sorry i'm like getting the words mixed up <laughs> where focus goes energy flows there you go my brain is so scattered this morning and i, I wanted to share a story actually this just happened to me literally this morning i just wanted to share it because um I guess uh so one of the things that kind of like caught me off guard this morning was uh, I was having conversation with my mom about not paying certain uh car stuff, you know, stuff that I have to worry about. And I would always get triggered about getting lectured, you know, and then mm-hmm. just recently this morning I started to question why am I always so triggered? Why am I so defensive? Why am I so like eager to bounce back and defend my ego and one of the reasons why i realized like this comes back to my personal internalization maybe with the whole semantics is that over time um i think it had to do something with the way i internalized myself through their parenting styles which is uh for a long time i was always asking for a sense of reassurance and validation as a good son good kid or a uh, great person and it's still something i'm learning over time you know but the beautiful thing about it is that the more i learn about myself the realize the more i i i'm able to redirect my sense of self reassurance for myself and then that creates power within me which is ultimately energy you know, you know pl- that that reminds me of a sim- like i see you and i think that this is why we've always like felt a connection with each other energetically is because we have like a lot of similarities and you care so much about people and you have such a big heart and so do i and i i realized you know there was a belief that i was carrying similar to what you experienced of like i don't believe that i'm a good person i don't mm-hmm. believe that i'm a good girl because i experienced a lot of um consequences and um you know projection <laughs> from my parents onto me and mm-hmm. i internalize that like i'm not good enough mm-hmm. yeah, and if that's... i do something wrong i i can't handle it because i feel criticized but really when i feel criticized it's because i'm not honoring myself and i'm not in the space of realizing that them and what they're telling me is honestly a reflection of them and it's not to become like narcissistic and say it's not my problem mm-hmm. but when you recognize that emotional trigger of feeling unworthy or feeling like you're not if if what they're saying is right or maybe you're afraid of them believing that you're not mm-hmm. um a good 
kid, then you're going to be like, it's like a double whammy. You're going to be so hard on yourself. And we like want to run away from that because it doesn't feel good. That's why we feel like our inner children that are like still kind of stubborn are, are going to be like <laughs> wanting to fight, you know, and, and that's like, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, just <laughs> let you know, um, I guess it comes from my, uh, the three signs that I'm learning about myself, which is my, the moon being Aries and righteous and independence, which by the way, I'm going to ask for your three signs later because I'm actually curious too. But, uh, um, it, it's also one of the things I struggled with in the past that a sense of identity. What is a good person? And for me, as a like my dad wasn't around for, and I was in Philippines basically for seven years with my mom. And I think I had I always wondered what it was to be uh, the right man, you know, whether relationship, whether as a, a man for another person and stuff like that. So that was, I think that's what ultimately led me into becoming very invested in personal development or just understanding myself and learning. Cause I was always curious, like, you know, what else do I not know about myself when I started learning about it? But yeah, totally. Oh, very I love that. Things. Yeah. So, um, okay. Did you want to add anything to that? Sorry. I'm like jumping everywhere. <laughs> very good. Um, okay. I just appreciate you sharing that because I think the more vulnerable that you can be as a male um, in this current landscape, the more it allows other people and other men to be vulnerable. And I hope so. Yeah. And I think it's so important because that's what cultivates like real connection. Mm -hmm. I hope so. I mean, that's what I'm trying to get across with this platform. Hopefully I can teach other people to do the same. Um, but with that being said, let me see if there was something else I want to touch on. There was just so much stuff. I was just like, oh my gosh, Shelly, like, let me, let me, uh, take a second interview or something, <laughs> you know, Let's but, uh, as of right now, is there anything else that you want to add on to this topic of energy and motion and trauma and healing? Mm. I think it's just really cool. Yeah. I would love to add a couple of things. Um, one of, one of the things when it, when it comes, a couple of things around energy, um, and learning to work with energy because we all have access to it. We are energetic beings. And then when mm -hmm. you're talking about, you know, law of attraction or manifestation or alignment, we are talking about energy because um, I don't know if you've experienced visualization. Have you done that yet? Um, sometimes I tap into it. The, mm -hmm. the, the, I think the most experience I've had is usually when my body's in a physical state of mind where I'm just like when I'm running really fast or like working out really well and I'm just like my vision started going crazy and literally you'll see me at the gym walking in circles and I, I'm just like I don't care if people think I'm stupid but like I, I literally will just have all kinds of like wow moments you know that's and you get like downloads and like creative inspiration oh, yeah. yeah yeah uh, so there's a couple of different um ways that people talk about visualization but visualization is actually really important when you're changing your self-image um and what I teach people to do with visualization is you create a vision, you can write it down, be so specific, get connected to all the five senses of like what mm -hmm. you desire, this persona that you wish to step into, this new self-image that you're creating, your divine essence. And um, what does it look like in your mind? Who are you with? What is happening? What are you doing? What does it smell like? Um, what emotions are you mm -hmm. feeling? And so many people, this is the thing is that they, they're trying to step into something that they never have stepped into so they're like i don't know how it's gonna feel but i know i want it i know that i desire that and so what i do is i tell people to to think of a time where they felt love where they felt freaking on fire where they felt powerful where they felt the most connected where they felt the most whatever emotion um that you want to feel more of like remember that time 
And in your visualization, you can literally, with energy, channel that emotion through and focus being in it and, mm. and attach that emotion and that, that physical sensation and that feeling to this new identity that you are stepping wow. into. And so that visualization exercise is so powerful. Um, and when it comes to energy, um, there also is like a masculine energy and a feminine energy. And everyone has both in their body, whether you're male or female or transgender, like we all, we channel these energies and feminine energy looks like flowing. It looks like surrender. Mm -hmm. It's like intuition. It's like compassion and very nurturing. Right, and right. then, and then um, masculine energy is like logical, strategic, like right. the hustle mentality mm -hmm. and like exuding a lot of energy, like outwardly, not just like being feminine is very much being masculine is very much like, let's do this. So you can use the energy in, in that concept that I just shared um, to kind of decide, like if you're more in your feminine and you're more just like flow, free spirit, like the action that needs to get done in this 3D realm when you're trying to build a business or attain a certain goal isn't going to be as conducive and as um, supportive as like a masculine energy. Right, but right. here's where, where it gets messed up. So many people um, don't take the time to nurture both of their, their energies. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get like wow. burnout, distortion, you know, mm -hmm. in, our, in our frequency of being like so many people realize um, the power of manifestation and they're so detached and so in surrender that they're just like, it'll come, but they're not taking any action towards it. And then right, five right, years right. go down the road and they're like, it's and, and coming, it's coming. That's, I that's know the it. whole like delusion of like law of attraction and, and manifestation and like, I would say even um, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, delusion, delusional is what it is. Just like it's like having faith, but no actual faith into it because you're not really moving towards it. And and the other thing that you also mentioned is the the understanding the the types of energy. I think as a society we um, would frame these types of energy, masculine and femininity, to be associated with like. Um, criticism like well like i'm a man i can't be feminine or i'm a female and i can't be masculine and i think what you mentioned now just understanding that type of energy to be able to better be equipped with what situation when it comes down to awareness i think that's before we even start to experience burnout it's something that takes practice you know, like even for me, like sometimes I'm just like, hold on, like what state of being do I need to be right now for myself? Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. And like what you're trying to create. So like mm -hmm. you mentioned earlier, like when you're feeling burnout, um, it's because you're like overdoing the masculine sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm exactly. not saying that this is it for you. Like you need to learn how you you dance between those energies. Right. But like the feminine is so nurturing, is mm -hmm. so compassionate. And so it's like you're trying to beat masculine with, with masculine. And that's why you still feel out of balance. Mm -hmm. So when you can, you know, say, recognize like I'm feeling burnt out. Okay, I mm -hmm. need to go into my feminine. What is that? Right, right, right trusting that everything will be here when I get back tomorrow and I'm just going to take a time to go take a bath, to go get a massage, to go just like run on the treadmill and just mm -hmm. like clear my mind and really give that to yourself. Yeah. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I think the re it's associated with people thinking that we're like two, three dimensional people that we had to be a state of mind, but we're really humans with more multi-dimensionals where we access different kinds that, you know, 
that allows us to become human. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, like compared to animals, right? It's a different freaking state of being. But, but Ooh, yeah, that's saying that that actually reminds me. Um, so when I was studying self-image psychology, there's a guy mm-hmm. named Maxwell Maltz, and he talks about um, visualization and imagination. And he said we are the only species proven yet that can imagine a reality uh, differently than what we are currently living. And wow. so when you realize that, that's so powerful, but this is the problem. We have all the power. We're just giving it away to the past. We're giving mm-hmm. it away to the fear of the future. We're giving it away to the, the things that we don't want because mm-hmm. that's default. That's like the default mode. And when right. you can, you, when you can physically just sit down and write out and create a, a new pers- like a new self image, like what are your beliefs about yourself? Who mm-hmm. are you? What do you want to be? How do you want to make people feel? And you like allow yourself to imagine yourself being in that now. That's where visualization becomes so powerful because it's it it's it really can happen. It's changing the the makeup of your brain to do that. It's true. It's true. I think it um when it comes down even even for me like sometimes I get so instilled with just being in wherever my environment is. I forget that I'm still the creator of my own environment and it's just something that I have to manifest it or actually be in there the time being and create that towards that um but wow that's like a whole different topic which oh well one more thing I want to say in regard in response to what you just said what I've learned is if you can use your environment as feedback Mm -hmm. instead of saying like instead of taking things personal in your environment that don't correlate with what you want taking it as feedback and being like, how am I co-creating this? What beliefs or what um, lack of boundaries am mm-hmm. I not setting up to protect my energy or to um, cultivate what I actually truly desire? And mm-hmm. so building that awareness is super huge too, because yes, we're going to experience things with other people, but really we're just like mirrors experiencing. So how, how do we experience their feedback? Like how do we perceive it? Right. What what beliefs do we make about ourselves hearing what they say about us? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, that's totally that comes down to self-awareness too. Man, Chell, you are dropping bombs. Fortunately, I, I know we uh talked about energy, but I guess this is a bigger topic than I thought. And maybe in the future we'll be able to talk down to it. But we are getting into our last few moments. And I kind of just want to add a, uh, ask a few things before we finish off. Well, I mean, right now with your business, you know, coaching business and your self-image academy and the e-learning platform, what 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 are you looking for for the next couple of years? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you're going to, I mean, okay. I'm all about truth. <laughs> so you're going to make, you're putting me on the spot. I'm actually right now, um, I know that you've experienced this in your life. Um, but I've been so focused in beauty for like the last like seven, eight years. And mm-hmm. I built Self-Image Beauty Academy, which is um, online lash training and um, also personal development membership program for people to change their self-image um, and grow in their beauty business. Um, but I am in a transition phase. I actually um, really want to focus mainly on self-image because what I've realized beyond the beauty industry um, in any business or anyone in their personal life, the, you know, transforming yourself image can, it transforms your life. And that's mm-hmm. what I want to um, focus on as well as um, some new endeavors that I'm co-creating with my partner, Josh. And so right now, I guess the, n- the next two to five years is kind of undefined for me, but um, 
I still see grow a lot of growth happening with the personal development um, courses and programs that I currently mm -hmm. offer. Um, I always had this vision to be a speaker. You know that. And, yeah, you're a powerful speaker. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you. And and so just using my voice to help evolve humanity and to help mm. remind people of their true essence um, is the future for me. So I don't want to like put it in a box, but just growth, um, more growth. And um, yeah, I'm in that transition phase. So right now it's like I'm pretty open to what is coming. Okay. And but you have I an idea of like where your purpose is uh, going to be leading you across the way. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm actually very excited for you because, yeah, you have so much things that's coming for you. So I'm excited. Mm, thank you. Um, so I mean to ask, uh, what what is your top, your, is it the top three signs in your natal chart? I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah, so I'm actually um, a Virgo. My birthday is September 13th. And so that's where like the logical, strategic, like list making part of me comes into play. Mm. And then my rising is um, my rising is actually an Aries. So that's where <laughs> we relate <laughs> and stubbornness, but also very loving and compassionate. And then my moon sign is Aquarius. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I, I haven't taken a ton of time to like delve into astrology. Um, my interest and my desires have um, taken me, you know, on another route. But mm -hmm. um, I love I love like reading, getting readings done. And it's yeah. super fascinating because usually it it's like right on point. I'm like, whoa, you were I'm always just time. I'm always just curious because I don't know all, all the signs yet. And then mm -hmm. like based on my interactions, people, I'm always curious, like, oh, how does this you know, let's say we put it in a box. I don't even know how to even contextualize it at times, how it affects them, you know. But thanks for sharing that. What about you? What's your... Oh, yeah. My three signs is uh, my... I'm born in June, so Gemini. Um, very stimulant. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. Emotional. <laughs> very social and communicative. Yeah. Uh, my moon yes. is... I am in Aries. I guess I mentioned I like to be righteous about things and but also um it's a Libra. That's what it oh, is. Oh, you got Libra and yeah. Yeah. So apparently that's what it is. So it's an interesting uh, thing to learn about. But um again, Shelly, we are coming to a close end. Thanks again for sharing your knowledge and I absolutely loved having you on, just hearing from you again also. But uh, for anybody listening, where can you be found? Awesome. You can find me at um, on Instagram at Shelly May, S-S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-M-A-E-S. -E -E um, you can check out my inner circle if you're interested in changing your self-image in a group setting at SIB.academy. That's S-I-B, which stands for self-image beauty, dot mm -hmm. academy. Um, and then just shoot me a message, you know, if you're on Instagram and if you heard this and I'd love to connect. Yes, love it. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. But anyways, for anybody listening, thanks again for tuning in to our first uh, August sections, August issue of uh, Vibe Check with Shelly May and talking about energy. So hope you guys uh, see you guys or talk to you guys next month. I'm so weird right now. <laughs> it's been a weird morning, but uh, 